0: What are you talking about? Hell no. Uh Uh-uh, that ain't gonna fly. Facts, homie. Straight facts. I just want to keep it real. It's all I know. Fake news? Uh Uh-uh. Why would you do that? Exactly where did you get that from? Nah, can't believe it. Man, you gotta come with some papers. You got to show papers on that. This is it, man. This is the start... This is the start, yeah man, this is how it's gonna start. Yes man, real spiel, this is how it's gonna start. The show starts, huh? Yes man, the intro, real spiel, real spiel, yes, real. Yes, yes, real indeed. Thanks for tuning into the podcast at whatever point in the day you're listening, morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Doesn't really matter. It's being recorded Monday, August 12th, around 2.30 p.m. I actually have a caller today, a female, who's going to be providing some perspective that I'm not able to myself because I'm a man and I don't want to mansplain this issue. It's big. It's hot. And that is not a play on the actual topic. Talking about hot girl summer. And I have a hot girl on the phone right now. What's up, how you doing Hillary? All right, so I just kind of laid out the fact that we're gonna be talking about Hot Girl Summer and the fact that the topic was brought to my attention and you know, like I said earlier to you over the phone, this is kind of just a revamp or replay in my assumption, something that men have been doing since 1998, 500 degrees, juvenile, hot boys, you know, stealing shit. Megan, Megan the Stallion's basically just talking about robbing niggas, right?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, no, no, actually, no. Yes, that is what the hot boys were, but I don't really see why everyone is trying to equate one to the other, like they have to be synonymous with each other.
0: Well, because the temperature.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe that's that's what it is. Um, I I think it's a little different for the women's hot. Hot summer versus the 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 girl hot summer and the boy hot summer are just very different. Um, I think that guys don't like all the attention to be on women. Um, because, like you said, in, a, what, 98? How long ago is that? This is, what, 2019? Oh, okay.
0: That, that's what I'm saying. It's the year of the woman. And I recognize that. I mean, movies like The Kitchen being put out with Tiffany Haddish and Molly McCarthy. I mean, obviously, women want to take, I mean, Ocean's 8. Ghostbusters, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the year of the woman, we recognize that, we got female candidates taking the mantle, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren. I'm not neglecting the fact that when 0 45 got elected, there was a lot of women out here that got hot and that has led to this hot girl summer of 2019. But I think it's gonna cool off real quick once people realize this ain't new, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have a lot of female rappers, all this stuff is cyclical, you know as well as I do. What was Lil' Kim, Trina, what were all in? That was a hot girl summer. I feel like that was hot. Was that early 2000s? That
1: they, they just didn't. Uh, they should have coined it then. That's everyone. It ain't about who did it first. It's about who did it right. Yeah. Megan Thee Stallion popped it off. And I mean, people might disagree or hate me for saying this, but I think it's just an excuse to hoe during the summer.
0: Hey, you <laughs> said it. I'm glad you said it. And I don't think it's ages either. Because I saw one article talking about, can old ladies participate in the Hot Girl Summer? Of and course. That was the one that was talking about, you know, taking her vitamins and living her best life, regardless of what societal standards were being placed on her as a black woman.
1: That's living your best life. Hot Girl Summers and living your best life are very different.
0: See, that's what Russell I'm saying. Duvall.
1: He made two different songs about them.
0: See, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think Hot Girl Summer is essentially living your best life with a little bit of hoeing in there.
1: Absolutely. It ain't hot growing if it ain't a little bit of hoeing in
0: there. HO is right there in the word. See, there you go. And, I mean.
1: But, but again, there's, it's it's nothing wrong with that. If a woman wants to do what she wants to do and uh, is in a relationship or cheating or being conniving or sneaky, hey, more power to you. Men have been doing it
0: forever. I'm in full support of a female embracing her femininity physically and mentally. that matter but I just pulled up the origin of this whole movement if you want to call it that or wherever the conversation around the topic started and that was an article through the root where Megan Thee Stallion was discussing what it means to have a hot girl summer
1: and what was the the lyric exactly
0: well real hot girl shit it's just like the ad lib at the beginning of that yeah I'm in his bag and I'm in his too or whatever or I'm in my bag and I'm in his too his too okay real
1: hot yeah, uh, and it's interesting. It's not. It's not quite the same as like being a jack boy or a hot boy back in a uh, Tampa. But it, it's also a cultural thing because, a hot, uh well, no, I think people also are getting city boy and hot boy confused, or they're they're seeming to be interchangeable when they're not. Because a hot boy, like you said,
0: is a jack out boy. Is
1: it, a jack boy. A city boy is almost like a dance type of um, what is the
0: word I'm looking for it's a lifestyle it's about embodying like the party dance dance the party style joking you, can, you yeah. know moving with actually it. actually dancing when you go
1: city boy with it and so it's, it's been interesting because I feel like hot boy and city boy have been lumped into the two and hot girl is just one separate thing about instead of empowering yourself um, doing what you want taking back your your femininity, your power, not being afraid to do what you want because you're going to be slut-shamed.
0: Yeah, and people, black people, women, none of us are a monolith, so everybody has their own idea about what it might represent for them. All I'm saying is it's not a new concept or idea, it's just been branded or hashtagged in a different way now. I completely it's yeah. definitely not a new concept whatsoever yeah Megan Thee Stallion has taken it and been able to brand herself as the representative of it for 2019 and girls are running with it because they're young and don't remember no better but for anybody above 24, 25 we remember hot boys we remember all the female I mean she- Trina hotter than Megan Thee Stallion to me in terms of what she talked about And oh my god that's why I said I, I-
1: Absolutely. They were definitely on the same thing, but they just didn't call it that. Yeah. Trina said if she could be a virgin again, she'd probably still lose it at 10. Something like that.
0: Savage. I mean,
1: that is straight savage. That is, that's probably not even hot girl. That is
0: something else. <laughs> yeah, that's illegal. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> that's Man, lovely. like this, they talked about stuff you probably couldn't even put in lyrics now. Like, I remember the first time I heard Lil' Kim on a rap song. It's just very very vulgar stuff so yeah i think now they've commercialized it to the point where now it's kind of commercially acceptable for young girls Megan Thee Stallion is almost done a different way like now sexualizing yourself is so much more mainstream like have you heard of lizzo the big girl
1: uh, yes i have heard of lizzo i've had uh that the song that is just kind of catching traction with everybody i i have heard that a long time
0: ago The big girls have always been freaks right as a woman you know a lot of girls that are uh what do you call them full-figured bbw as for as long as i've known bbw women as long as i've engaged and interacted with them high school through college they have been on the freakier side of the spectrum
1: that is interesting
0: i think that's a safe assumption to make and most men i don't know we can, i could
1: probably agree with that too with my bigger friends as well
0: yeah i'm done you yeah. know what i'm saying like i said yeah. we, ain't a, we ain't a monolith all of us ain't the same out here we ain't all built the same but i can i
1: mean cardi b even put in one of her songs that uh she got a big girl pussy because they say it always yeah all right you know, so we, if you don't figure it
0: out it, exactly you can google the, the specifics around that but all i'm saying is she lizzo who i'm talking about is representing a huge swath of women that weren't represented before i mean by anyone other than maybe monique in comedy yeah that's a interesting point i actually don't know of any other big women that that are are, like outwardly sexual like that you know what i'm saying and and, in music that are mainstream because she's definitely getting more and more mainstream and accepted like, for her sexuality. I mean, I saw a Instagram post of her playing the flute with Megan Thee Stallion twerking. Oh, yeah, I did see that, too. You know? So, those two are kind of lumped hand in hand with one another as sisters in this whole feminine movement. And I think you could point to a lot of different flags that might have sparked it, whether it be Amber Rose, Donald Trump getting elected, Pill Cosby out here. It's just a lot of triggers where women were fed up and was like, you know what? Niggas out here ain't shit and you know it's okay for us to not be shit either and be cool with that <laughs> I don't know so
1: now are you equating hot girls to not not be shit you just an ain't shit no. you
0: enjoy yourself? no I think it's okay to recognize the fact that I'm the shit but right now I'm engaging in some ain't shit behavior because I've earned it and it's That's summertime cool. and you know I'm a real ass bad bitch out here and it's okay for me to fuck around a little bit but the
1: interest someone said about all the um, hot girl representatives, that they're all in relationships.
0: So Megan Thee Stallion dates money bag, right?
1: Yes. Oh, yes, apparently. And then um, I know you had Young Miami talking about hot girls somewhere. I may have mentioned it. I'm not too sure about that, but she's also pregnant and has a boyfriend and has a
0: man. I'm not Um, even sure who Young Miami is. You got to school me. City girls. Okay. Yeah, so City Girls, and, okay, so explain the difference between these two for me, too, because I heard, I don't know if it was you or another female friend of mine telling me that City Girls represents getting the bag from niggas, and Megan the Stallion represents getting the bag by pimping out hoes or something like that. This is what somebody explained it to me. Maybe it was another chick that uh, was telling me that. I wanted like that. that
1: explanation. It wasn't me, because, yeah, the City Girls are definitely all about that bag probably any means necessary whether it be robbing them screwing them actually being with them whatever
0: <laughs> that, that's what i'm saying whereas making the stallion I make it seem Megan like Thee
1: Stallion is i'm just gonna get the bag by doing what i want to do i ain't necessarily going out here trying to um scam you but i'm a hot girl so i'm gonna always get what i want
0: yeah yeah two different messages being sent there (laughs) i think i support megan's more (laughs) especially since i think she write her own lyrics city girl's getting her shit ripped by lil Yachty. that is
1: true very true sometimes you can tell that they didn't write what they're rapping
0: yeah well it's more than just music though have you heard of the black lady sketch show i have not it's hilarious. It's uh, executive produced by Issa Rae and one of the creators, Robin Thede, is a female comic out here. And it's all black topics. You should watch it just on HBO. Hilarious. First two episodes. It's the blackest shit on TV oh, right I now. I can touch you do have HBO because I have HBO and I have it through you. <sighs> but what's so crazy is, um, you know, this whole movement is permeating in movies, TV, everything. I mean, Captain Marvel did you see that movie no me neither because it wasn't good and it wasn't marketed well and the fact that they made a woman the lead and they thought oh this is gonna be really really good i mean wonder woman was a good movie you
1: mean that one with the girl okay yeah i definitely didn't see that i heard a lot of good things about it but i
0: didn't see it okay well i heard good things from the people that made it i didn't hear good things from the people that saw it when i saw um Whatever, Avengers Endgame, it just seems like it was sort of haphazardly handled that she was thrown in there last minute. But that's beside the point. I just think whenever you try to force the female agenda down our throat versus letting it naturally, organically happen, society recognizes it. And I think this hot girl summer shit is natural and organic, so people fuck with it hard. At least I do.
1: Now, here's here's a question. Now, after the summer, is it still going to be a thing? Is it going to be a phrase that people use year-round, or is this just a phase?
0: Hmm i think it's definitely a phase just like hot boy shit definitely slowly evolved into just robbing niggas that's not how it started (laughs) like did it because like the song i need a hot boy i need a hot girl like the song itself was talking about being in a a relationship with a down-ass chick and a down-ass nigga who's about getting money not necessarily about out here robbing niggas i just think it might slowly evolve into something different but something different
1: interesting see where it goes yeah. that was uh, a question with I, I know you haven't heard it but it's it's actually pretty catchy the new song that Juicy J produced with Megan Thee Stallion I think it's Ty Dolla and Nicki Minaj and it's uh, talking about the hot girl summer and I think that song is very um, it, it, it kind of embodies what the hot girl summer is
0: okay I'm gonna have to give it a listen maybe I'll have it on the outro music on this uh, podcast so yeah, people can check it, like it out
1: or something. I don't know if you can do that
0: with the licensing and uh, I, haven't been ta- I haven't been taken down yet, so until it happens you know, if I get taken down by one of those major media platforms, that means I'm getting listened to by a lot of people, so that'd be a good thing Please, pull me down, Universal Well, that's really all I had on the Hot Girl Summer. It's really not, like you say, you don't want to overanalyze it because it's not too deep an issue
1: No, I, I, I just think that um, like I was saying earlier men kind of don't like to see women win sometimes it's like hey 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 we did that first. It's not about who did it first, it's about who did it right and uh the women uh brought it back. The guys are trying to hop on and claim it, but it got here because of the hot girl summer.
0: I'm very appreciative of you bringing that to my attention because yes, men do have a tendency to some men. Let's put that out there. Uh, it'll be very yeah. very clear about that. Some men because as I said earlier, Any woman that want to shake her ass on the camera for me and say that I don't want to be slut shamed. Cool. Do it all day. I'm not going to slut shame you. I I love it. All right. It's it's 100% your choice. Just like when dudes want to take pictures on Instagram and they're showing their dick root. They just want to show the fact that they've been working out. But that's definitely a thirst trap. Both ways. When a dude's showing his dick root and when a woman's twerking. Both of us are engaged in the same behavior. I think at this point, it's okay to recognize that men getting money, women getting money. There's so many different ways to earn a living out here. You
1: know, I think it's funny. I also think that the men that are saying something about it are maybe a little offended because maybe they got got by a hot girl. I they feel some type of way. Maybe they're a victim of hot girl. That's I, why they're like, oh, no, it's all about the city boy and the hot boy summer.
0: It's like, why are... Hmm. I definitely felt some of that energy when the comparisons were being made to Cardi B and Bill Cosby. They were saying, hey, you basically just need to lock her up. Because I'm like, all right, well, you must have gotten robbed at some point because I don't feel that way. I think that's the same type of energy. It's just female hate. Anytime your immediate reaction knee jerk is to say, well, well, that's not the way it was for us. Like They're not us. So don't compare them. They're different not species, but different gender. <laughs> well, that could be a
1: slippery slope. That, I think that's a little bit of a slippery slope. I'm not going to speak too much on the Cardi B incident, but I mean, having to get anyone in an altered state of mind to take advantage of them, whether or not you and started in a strip club or a bar or even in, met them in a back alley, in putting someone under the influence to take advantage of them is wrong now.
0: I'm just saying comparing that to someone so who like she
1: needs to be locked up in the same type of way of Bill Cosby is, is ludicrous.
0: Yeah, because it's not premeditated behavior in the same way. I don't think someone's putting themselves at risk in the same way going to a strip club. If you're going to, you know, someone's house by yourself as a young girl, there's different societal implications in both. All I'm saying is I felt that energy in some dude's tone. When they were talking about, well, how come they're not getting treated the same way we do? It's because they're different. All right, that's why. And it's the same reason why women now can do things that we've done before and, you know, rebrand it and do it better.
1: That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I don't know. I can only say so much about that. I think it's a really funny topic that it's created so much buzz.
0: Yeah, it's funny that it was even asked or like it was brought to my attention or like, you know, my boy asked me to talk about it because I hadn't given it any thought at all.
1: I I hadn't, yeah, I just, so I would honestly, uh, what, I think what I think is really cool is how Lil Duval, he he kind of brought something back original. So as much as I like to say, he's just hating on the this, the hot girl Summer trying to catch up. Um, I think it was really dope that he put a song together with Tom G and Chameleon.
0: Okay, I hadn't heard it.
1: Yeah, it's the it's City Boy. It's it's actually the original Tom G. City Boy remix. Okay. And you've got someone from, two people from Jacksonville and then Tom G. from Tampa. They actually had a video shoot for it in Tampa. I wish I could have been there. I was getting, I was getting back from the Bahamas the day they were shooting it. But yeah, so that, I think it's it's really, that's really cool from it because tom g is someone that i think has always been underground and i don't really understand why he's had a lot of hits um i used to listen to him through college like working out on regular stuff and so um that that was cool to see from the whole talk about it
0: yeah none of the florida rappers have ever gotten there just do except trick daddy and trini the only ones that really made it out iceberg been on his way since we were in high school tom g never made it national They always just been regional. It is unfortunate. And I remember uh, one of my friends telling me in high school, man, Tom G gonna always be a Tampa rapper. And I remember saying, no, man, he just signed with Lil Boozy and them. He finna go national. I was
1: the same way. Like, no, just give him some time. He's gonna blow up. These songs he's got...
0: I don't know they gotta catch on and the crazy thing is whenever i go to different cities like i'm being back in college and going to places like north carolina georgia and playing you know clean ass pussy or whatever the tom g song was and people vibe to it and they'll be like oh i feel like i heard that somewhere before maybe at a party when they were in florida but it just never made it to that What's radio and i
1: wonder if that's because he stayed in tampa um because you know a lot of people move out of their si- the city where they're from and go somewhere else to make music
0: yeah Interesting,
1: but that, that's another conversation for another topic
0: it is it is i mean some dudes are making it out now when we were in miami there was actually a cat named cheeks something and he's got a national song now with young thug and he was doing shows in miami like he's made it so he's got national play i forget his name cheeks boss light-skinned cat he actually Not, went, he went to jefferson heard. he went to jefferson around the same time we were in high school so he like along our age yeah Yeah, that's definitely a different topic for a different day. Regional audiences and how they ever go national. It's crazy, like, me and uh, my girlfriend were talking about Afrobeats the other day. I love Afrobeats. Isn't it wild how being African and Afrobeats and all that Afrocentric shit is now mainstream, and it's cool to be African again. I feel like that's kind of cyclical. The late... I don't know, like, Africa, Mombada, you know, the Zulu Nation, like, that was a heavy movement in the early 90s. In the late 70s, there was a lot of African rock and shit that was played. And now we're like kind of, I feel like we're in like a modern 70s right now. People are doing psychedelics again. There's definitely a cultural revolution in the way people dress. That's what I'm saying. People are like, people microdose out in Silicon Valley. They're doing shrooms. Their weed is becoming legal and stuff. There's all these different topics and conversations around uh, uh, transgender, same way it was around homosexuality in the 70s. Not that I'm comparing the two, but I'm just saying, like, there there's a lot of conversations and situations going on. The environment is a big issue, again, just like it was in the 70s. I don't know. I feel like yeah. we're kind of in the modern 70s. Like, music is getting in its own little revolution. Social media has created a revolution in the way content is produced and distributed. Globalization has created all these different issues around war and commerce. I, it feels like we're in the 70s again. I wouldn't know. Wasn't around in the 70s. Neither was I. Neither was I. <laughs> Minus the racism, it feels like. Well, oh, shit, with that too. I mean, it kind of feels like we're in the 70s. <laughs> I see. I was going
1: to say, I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad probably back
0: then. <laughs> yeah, I always say if I had a time machine, anything pre 1980, I don't want to fuck with it. Just, I've heard older black people talk and they'll be like, well, it feels like just like it did back then. Some of them say that shit. And I'll be like, that's crazy. It, there's no way it can feel now like it didn't then, but. I don't know. I mean, if you're living in Florida, maybe it does. The only difference
1: is now we can record it.
0: That's what I'm saying. I I find it hard to believe it's as bad as it was in 1975.
1: Yeah, that's also another uh, deep conversation topic.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have a
1: lot more multiculturalism now, and so I think that's also an issue because back in the day you could say you might think it wasn't as bad but because there weren't as many ethnic people to say hey you're doing this this and that as more and more people come to America from all different places um, I think that has a really really big impact on why we're hearing about stuff or why we might think oh there's no way it could have been like that back then we just didn't have the social media um, the same type of connections talking to different people and relating your issue to someone across the world you know i can go on facebook and say i was harassed and someone across the country can say they had the same thing and we can all get together and say america's you know doing this we can actually get together and make those connections
0: yeah yeah social media has definitely changed the landscape on that so that's why i think things are kind of happening again because these conversations might have been had before by certain pockets but because social media is recreating them re-engaging those conversations, it feels like we're in a cycle of things that have happened before. Yeah. Like, we're rehashing all types of stuff. We're canceling shit that should have been canceled when it first happened. It's like, bruh, how you gonna cancel somebody that's dead? I'm not canceling Michael Jackson, bro. I don't care. Like, it's too good. Well,
1: I mean, I'm gonna cancel someone
0: based on some lies, so... Well, yeah, definitely not canceling somebody based on lies. i just because use that as an example. Michael
1: Jackson, I don't... That's... I mean, that they've retracted the documentary they did because they knew it was a bunch of BS, the guy that tried to accuse him already vouched for him and then tried to retract. And I mean,
0: as... We don't need to get into the specifics on it. We both agree that Michael Jackson was wrongfully thrown into the same fire as Bill Cosby and all these other people they were trying to cancel. But my point is, it just seems like, you know, we're um, having amnesia cultural amnesia with some of this stuff because so much shit happens it's easy to forget
1: but I, I do think that there's like hot girl summer that like it, back in the 70s it, it, was, it was like that like women doing what they wanted experimenting so yeah
0: I feel like it was exactly the same thing there is an artist named Betty Davis and she's a soul singer and uh, there was a whole episode about her on this um, show that I watched called Tales from the Tour Bus That's made by Mike Judge, the same dude that created Office Space and King of the Hill. So this show is like a cartoon animated version of stories that people just sort of sit down and tell interview style, like VH1 behind the music. And it's some pretty fucked up stories. They had a whole episode about James Brown, a whole episode about Prince. But this one about Betty Davis was about how she was married to Miles Davis and she was a wild singer who talked about fucking on stage and one of her lyrics said if you taste my pussy this is like the 1970s when things were way conservative even in black america so people didn't know how to accept her and they basically put her in an asylum after four or five years of her being on the road because she had been through so much abuse from the music industry sort of treating her like you know a commodity to be Marketed more than an actual artist or something like that I mean you would have to watch the episode and I hope everyone does take the time to take 20 minutes and check at least Google her or whatever but Betty Davis is a figure who definitely represented basically what Megan Thee Stallion is doing now in 1978 It's just America wasn't ready for it oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a super sad story. I mean basically she she Vanished from music went to an asylum got medicated and now she lives out her days yeah, in Ohio she she turned herself in there but her family it was by the suggestion of her family and just like the industry and circumstances kind of forced her into that situation she wasn't you know really getting the recognition that she should have been and um yeah it sucked
1: jeez yeah that's that's crazy but um yeah like it's it's been it's been around i mean heck before for our generation you had freak nick
0: freak nick what and they're trying to bring that back but it can't come back it can't.
1: No. It, it won't be the same thing.
0: Definitely won't be the same thing, man. And I'm. I, it's kind of sucks that we missed out on that innocence. Like I can't imagine the world. I don't want to say I can't imagine because I lived in a time where there were no cell phones and no Facebook. But like college without social media, and
1: without having to possibly regret for the rest of your life that what just got recorded on camera. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, a, <laughs> that was a That's real not fear. A very
1: personal way I said that. I can't say I actually have that type of uh, experience, but I, I have nightmares about. Like, dang, what if I would have had a really good time and just did some wild, crazy stuff that someone got on camera, and it's there forever? I saw like a meme where it's like, you know, back in the day, you do something stupid, you just say, "Okay, it's behind me. I'm going to put in the past." Today, you do that, it's like a little ball and you roll it to the internet and the internet's like, I'm going to hold on to this for you. <laughs> and it never
0: goes away. It's true. That is so true. That's the best analogy I can think of for pictures on the internet too because they do live forever. It's like walking dead, boy. That shit will come back for you 30 years later and snatch your brains mm-hmm.
1: out. And we don't even really know the full extent of how it'll come back to bite you. Like, we haven't we haven't really seen... And that's, that's what I think is scary about it because you don't know when it'll come back or how it's going to come back but that it can i haven't really seen anybody that's been taken down from something that's been on the internet i mean obviously people you can pull receipts and stuff like that but as far as like you know some big detrimental stuff that's like oh man
0: well in politics has been happening that dude from virginia had to bow out of the congressional race because a picture of him in blackface he should have been pulled out but you know just saying what if he was dressed as mr t for halloween
1: but so like but that that's that i'm not saying that it's not the same but i mean like when you're actually in like since the internet's been around Mm -hmm. have you done that stuff since we've had that he couldn't have even fathomed i see what you're saying that would be created and be put out there i mean people that are doing stuff that just don't care about it being on the internet
0: i see what you're saying so like kids who tweet ignorant things or people who post stupid stuff. Yeah, that hasn't come... Because thing about it, Facebook has only been around since about 2008 for us to post stupid statuses and stuff. So, it would have to be somebody like AOC. It was that chick Ocasio-Cortez? If she tweeted something stupid in like 2010, it could come back to bite her. But I can't... I
1: mean, with the artists, it definitely has. But as far as videos or like something that's really like they may have hit Kevin a joint Hart. at a party
0: Kevin Hart remember he said the stuff about his son being gay I,
1: I don't think that that is, that is an example but I don't think this is it can get worse
0: it can like definitely get worse. We
1: haven't we haven't seen the full scale of how the internet can ruin someone because I don't think it ruined him. And there's a lot of people that are kind of like people are just being overly sensitive. Yes. Um. He's he he said exactly what he should have in regards to that, and it's it's been left. I don't. I, people just want to talk about something. It I, hasn't hurt his career. It hasn't hindered his income. What at all?
0: So. But I think situations like that set the tone for how we're always going to react because. All of us can recognize we've done something stupid. We can all recognize the fact that we tweeted something we shouldn't have or maybe said something we shouldn't have. And it just wasn't recorded in our weakest moment.
1: So, like, I think this would be a good example if it happened. But how Kamala Harris, they Mm are saying how she laughed about smoking a joint, although she's locked people up. Now, the example would be if she had a video of her ripping a huge bong or something and that came out somehow. That got posted. That that's that's the type of stuff that the internet.
0: Well, I'd be happy to have that shit bring her down, go down in the cloud of smoke, Kamala. Especially if you're gonna be a hypocrite about it. Fuck you. Because at least Obama had the foresight to know. Okay, people gonna know I smoked weed. This chum gang shit that went down in high school. You just gotta meet it head on. Bernie Sanders talk about smoking weed. I mean. Her hardest thing is going to be covering up that criminal justice record because if she asking black people to vote for her, it's a lot of black people that sell drugs, smoke drugs, and, and identify with the idea that we shouldn't be eight times more likely to get locked up for doing the same shit that white people do. Especially an issue that... And
1: the fact that all the, all the people of color that have been locked up will not receive true justice for, you know, now white people are making millions on what they got locked up and they're still locked up for it.
0: uh, A a state like Nevada, for example, where they used to throw people in jail for life for shit like that. (laughs) Crazy. There's people still in jail in Nevada while corporations are making millions. But both of us agree. Yeah, as we digress, man. I didn't want to get too political, but the female candidates are sort of a remnant of this cultural revolution. We've been discussing with the hot girls and the hottest girl of all of them, I think, is probably Kamala or Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard's beautiful too. You know what I'm talking about—the Hawaiian chick. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Tulsi Gabbard. She's a veteran. She's running for president. She was wearing all white on stage. She's hard to miss. She looks like, like a Miss America.
1: I honestly have not been keeping up with it because there is way too many Democratic candidates for me to even be like considering anything. I'm just waiting until they uh, thin out.
0: Well, we gotta wait till we get down to like four or five for it to be a legitimate conversation around anything. But yeah, those those are the ones that I'm pulling for. Cory Booker looks too much like my cousin, so I can't really fuck with him. You wanted to talk about Jeffrey Epstein or the thing that I sent you about him?
1: Oh, yeah. I think it's uh, crazy. Everybody said that he was going to die and it's going to be from suicide, but it wasn't really suicide. Um, I just don't understand how they could have... There's no way it could have happened if he was already found injured in his cell. They should have been watching him much more closely. And... Um, I I think it's a dead man tell no tales.
0: Whether or not it's a conspiracy, I don't know. He is dead, and the fact that everyone knew he was going to die just sort of points to the idea that government can get away with anything it wants. Yeah. Like, whether or not he killed himself or they negligently... I'm
1: I'm not saying it's even the government. I mean, millionaires and billionaires uh, will use whatever resources they can to keep their money
0: millionaires and billionaires are the government i think it's safe to say they work hand in hand because millionaires and billionaires influence government policy they influence politicians when i say the government i'm not talking about five dudes in a room somewhere i'm talking about huge organizations like that netflix documentary i'm watching right now the family where they're groups of wealthy people who sort of influence the way policy is directed and guided. Pharmaceutical companies, all that. That's what I mean when I say the government. So yeah, oh, you're, okay. ra- you're right. It's yeah. just billionaires. It's a few loose ends that they're trying to tie up and they have the power to do it because they just put some money in the pockets of some corrections officers. That's all they gotta do. Just lace the pockets of what? those dudes. Just imagine, but
1: just imagine what, what would
0: they offer you to? Six figures, just look the other way. You just got all you gotta do is take an extended break. Just imagine if it was that simple someone reaches out to you on the street and say hey listen between the hours of 4am and 6am just take an extended break when you're supposed to be watching Jeffrey Epstein that's it someone comes to you silent gives you an envelope with 50k in it your year's salary extra 10 minute smoke break this is very easy to and that that sounds like some shit that happens on house of cards but it's realistic
1: man that is sad I wanted it was too easy he got off easy
0: He definitely got off easy and death is death. I don't know how I feel about the death penalty. I was listening to a podcast about how we get our death penalty drugs illegally from the UK and it caused me to think about how I feel about death penalty as a form of punishment at all. I'm an eye for an eye type person. I'm not one of these people. I mean, I recognize we have a population crisis and there are some sick individuals out here who should be taken out, whether they're pedophiles who murder kids because if you're just a pedophile we can chemically castrate you we don't got to kill you but we should put you in a program where you're not allowed around kids and we put a monitor or a chip inside of you and we track everything you do everywhere you go
1: yeah we turn you into Laura Varys
0: now whether or not we want to expend the government resources on making that a program or if we just want to kill all these people once they recognize the fact that they like little kids okay that's a different conversation to be had but I'm the type of person that says okay we we can't redeem these people but we shouldn't just kill them if we got the resources to take care of them, take care of them. Just cut their dicks off, their balls off, and track them. Serial murderers out here, like the Mindhunters type people, the Ted Bundys, the Ed Kempers, all those people, kill them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I agree. But the only thing, it has to slippery slope because it is people that are innocent, you get a lot of innocent people put in jail. And you don't want to kill an innocent person. But I do believe that when you know that someone did something... And it was a heinous crime. Um, I mean, I think if Jeffrey Epstein, I don't know the extent of his pedophilia, but I think he should have been taken out by a firing squad.
0: Yeah, that sex trafficking stuff. Definitely. If you were engaged in a cruel and unusual crime, we should be allowed to use cruel and unusual behavior to kill you. Maybe that's some barbaric shit that we don't need to go back to because people like to say, well, we're an advanced society. We've gotten to the point where we shouldn't have to murder people. We shouldn't have to murder animals. That's, well, we some people will tell you that. we just
1: program a robot to do it. That's where we're going. We're just going to program a robot to do it.
0: <laughs> well, with lethal injection, they say that that's the way that we took the hands-off approach. But to me, that's weird. The fact that we got to paralyze you, put you to sleep, and then kill you like three different steps. That just shows that there's this weird hysteria around murdering people. Shit. In Texas, like you said, they got no problem. Firing squad is still legal. I don't think... Really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure firing squad is still legal in Texas. The last time I checked, which was 12 years ago or something, when I was in high school. So, don't quote me. But
1: Fine, so I don't, what or electric chair?
0: I'm pretty. Sure both those means of killing people are still legal in Texas, as you Google. And
1: they're going for the death penalty for that uh, that shooter in Texas, as they should. He, I mean. So I just did a quick little search, and I am seeing something that was last year that attorneys for texas ice pit killer proposed execution by firing squad or gas so they must still use the fire the firing squad because this was last year that they were wondering if they should do that or gas injection
0: yeah if they I were mean, yeah gas, gas chamber
1: gas like a gas chamber
0: Mm-hmm. i thought but yeah under- i'm pretty sure both those means of killing people are still legal in texas and electric chair is not that's the one that isn't allowed electric chairs and hangings aren't allowed anymore
1: Maybe that or or hang Jeffrey Epstein I'd actually show up to that if they even made it a public thing
0: that's disgusting but see that's 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 the reason that I like I was talking about earlier with culture and revolutions going in cycles Thomas Jefferson said it best every generation needs a revolution all right and we haven't had ours yet I think this is a sign of it with the fact also, that we
1: when I say that people think oh you, you want to see someone die... You're absolutely right. I want to see somebody die that does horrific things to children.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Whether or not I want to see it, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't get sick. It's not
1: like, do I I dream about that? Like, no, no. But when I hear about stuff like that, it just makes me so angry that they are not immediately killed or you know,
0: something. As someone with children, I can't begrudge you for feeling that way, but I'm just saying from my perspective, I wouldn't buy a ticket for it. But if it came on my Facebook feed or Instagram feed and I saw it, I wouldn't immediately feel sick the way I do You know, when I see a journalist getting his head cut off or something like that. like yes. Those kind of things I don't yeah. ever want to see and I don't want to ever go out of my way to see. But if it's someone who I know deserves it, I'm not going to say I'll go Google it or look for it, but okay, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Probably I,
1: I probably would not go buy a ticket too, but if it was like Hey, we're doing this. Um, Okay, let's make sure it happens. I'll show up.
0: I mean, how much effort? You're going to drive 25 miles? Like, what's the furthest distance you're driving to see an Epstein hanging? Like, what are you dropping that day? You taking off work?
1: Uh, You know, probably nothing. I'll probably just all talk.
0: That's what I'm saying. (laughs) At the end of the day, I really don't think we're that sick as human beings. Some people really are. And if you're the type of person who, like, oh, yeah, I'm taking a week off to go see the Epstein thing. I mean, if or if you
1: travel out of town anywhere,
0: anywhere, <laughs> like even yeah, I'm, catch-
1: I'm catching this flight for the, the hanging. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, like, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Even to see like Ted Bundy or like one of those really sick people. I mean, unless your family was one of the victims, I don't think that you know that's that's a healthy individual who goes out of their way to watch a murder, even if someone who deserves it. I think it's a fine line between acknowledging the fact murder should exist as a form of capital punishment and being the person that carries out that punishment it's like you know that philosophy we were talking about if you're the type of person that has to pull the lever to kill one person to save five versus pushing the lever it's like two different things
1: <laughs> yes I, I think about that all the time I'm just going to turn around and walk away but then you're still
0: <laughs> Yeah, then I'm not going to kill anyone I'm going to acknowledge the fact that five people might have to die everyone's got their own philosophy around it yeah, we covered a lot. Yeah, we went
1: from bullshit to real shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's, that's pretty much how the podcast goes. Sometimes we'll go from real to bull back to real, but the spiel is always delivered. No, we got to do this again sometime. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just wrap it up.
1: you paused it
0: You wrapped it up. No, 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 it's not paused. I'm pausing it now. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, outro music provided by Megan the Stallion. <laughs> and uh, much love to Hillary for tuning in. Or, um, uh, participating, taking part to the conversation. Well, I
1: wanted my first time, so I know I sound pretty terrible, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, so yeah.
0: This is actually her second time. If you want to go back into the catalog, she's on an earlier episode at some point, but I don't remember which one, so don't worry about it. Much love.
1: Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know you put that out. Always.
0: Power, that little pussy got power. Fuck on the she ski, ski for an hour. Pussy got power. I pop a rubber band, pop that pussy in a three-point stance. Pussy got power, that little pussy got power. Fuck on the she ski, ski for an hour. Pussy got power. I pop a rubber band, pop that pussy in a three-point stance. Damn. Ski, ski, ski for a hour Pussy got power, I pop a rubber band Pop that pussy in a three-point stance Pussy got power, that little pussy got power Fuck on the sheet, ski, ski for a hour Pussy got power, I pop a rubber band Pop that pussy in a three-point stance Damn! What Juicy say? like Shut the fuck up! My
1: pussy purr. I keep it clean, clean, clean she every night up in saline my pussy talk back cause my pussy mean and when i pose, you can see the pussy in the jeans pussy got them paying bills while i live pussy just brought me a car in the crib my pussy got an amp on it it be bumpy if you're spending money the daddy we could run it
0: Jookie, having a time in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Sit your broke ass down. (laughs)